Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people here impacting that enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, Head of Content here at EM360 and your host on today's episode. And today I'm joined by Mary Cahill and Sarah Arrowsmith. Mary is the Head of Medical Records at London Northwest University Healthcare NHS Trust and Sarah is the Medical Records Manager at Kettering General Hospital. Today, I'm going to be chatting with Mary and Sarah about the NHS and the power of data in improving the client-patient experience. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for uh, you know t- taking time out of your busy week to, to sort of come on here today. Um, could you both just give a little bit of background on who you are and what you do? Okay, shall I go first? So I'm Mary Cahill and I'm head of health records and I oversee the health records department and implement a lot of change and transformation, which I've been doing for the last three years. That's been my main focus, but from a digital perspective and moving us forward. I'm Sarah Arrowsmith and I have worked at Kettering General for 18 years in the medical records department doing various roles. Uh, last 10 years as medical records manager. And in that time, we've gone from physical records to digital records, which in itself has its challenges. That's basic background. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, that there has been a lot of talk recently about, you know, the NHS and its digital transformation roadmap. Um, you know, just, just building off what you, what you just kind of mentioned, you know, how, how have the National Health Service really been tackling digital transformation over the last two years? And where do you, how, how do you feel about where they're at right now? From my point of view, from, uh, we've, it's been a bit lacklustre. Um, when there was original budget funding available, some of the smaller hospitals didn't get any budget. So we've had to find our own budget to do digital records. But with the digital records, it gives the patients so much more access to services, whereas a physical record didn't because you it's about transportation. Um, the costings of all this has been quite difficult to find the monies, but it's been absolutely well worthwhile, especially in the long term, when we see the benefits of less cancelled appointments, uh, missing appointments, missing records, and so on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a similar thing for us. But I mean, there's been a big push with the NHS long term plan, and the importance of technology in the future. So we've talked about it a long time. But I would say over the last two to three years, London Northwest Hospital has really moved their digital agenda. You know, we're looking at all different websites, apps, AIs. It's amazing. And it's all about improving communication and using technology as the key to improve that in communication and moving away from the old style, let's bring the patient into the hospital, let's give them, bring them into an outpatient appointment. We're moving towards virtual. We're moving more towards going out in the community and reducing patients coming into the hospital. I think that's one of the things that there's been a shift for us. Yeah, I think that makes sense. No, I think, you know, a, a real core part of, of that movement is moving from the, the paper-based processes um, and patient records into more of like a digital format. Um, how has the NHS really been moving towards that paperless future? Um, and what, what have been the benefits of doing so? From my point of view, um, we have had a very difficult time initially uh, where doctors wouldn't use a digital service. They liked their old-fashioned paper. 
so when we were trying paperless, it we decided that paperless wasn't the way to go with paper light was better but we still have doctors I want the physical records and as much as you explained it's on the system you don't need them it's their comfort blanket almost so it's been really difficult with our older doctors but the uh, more newer doctors have have embraced it much better than um, some of our more long-term doctors yeah, it's quite, yeah, I'd agree, Sarah. It's quite a transformation as well. So it's within our trust over the past three years, we've gone down that digital journey. We started off with NEED-DM, and, which is electronic data management system. So we looked at the libraries and, and closing our libraries and making all our legacy records um, available electronically. That was the first step we took two years ago. So we started to slowly introduce the clinicians to Actually, it's there electronically. You want to look at your record. That was not an easy journey. And we still have some resistance two years down the line. And then over the last two months, but a lot of planning gone into, we've gone with our EPR, electronic patient record, and we're using Cerner, um, and that's gone live now. So it's slowly getting there, but it is, it is, it is a journey that is very interesting. Um, but I think there's such a push now that... We're one of the later London trusts to do it. So I think as people move around in the patch, there's a recognition that actually within the ICS, the London ICS, there is the same electronic systems. So as, as junior doctors move around, they're much more comfortable. So in that sense, I think we're, we're moving forward. Um, but as I say, it is a journey. Yeah, of course. And, and you know, it's it's not an easy one. You know, we're talking about a lot of data here, um, a, a lot of really sensitive data, of course. Um, how are you keeping things, you know, compliant, secure and organized when when sort of converting it all to uh, the digital space? And are there any, you know, data challenges that have proven to be really specific to the healthcare industry? I think from my point of view, we've done a great deal of work um, in trying to get the records digital, getting the doctors on board as quick as we could um, and really getting this most senior doctors involved, which will help with the journey. But being compliant, we've um, we outsourced our uh, back scanning of our physical records. Uh, to make sure that the uh, partner we had had the standard BS 10,008, so we knew they were compliant. We also audited them ourselves to make sure they were doing as requested as per contract. So we were quite happy. We had a really good working relationship with our backscanning partner, and we had very few issues. But as for the doctors, again, we're going back to it. I need that record back and we because we just had to say to him no you can't have it back it's on the system and it's all good you don't need it yeah so I guess on that question too there's the balance of risk versus benefits between usability and security really but they trust what we did we followed necessary contractual procurement under the digital data and technology framework we worked with companies like Mosaic and Microsoft Azure who have all the necessary criteria for safeguarding of data. Um, our software is used with a unique ID and provides necessary reports to monitor usage by individuals, which is key. And we followed in-house quality assurance. Cybersecurity was an ongoing issue, issue with us. So we'd, we, we brought together information governance team, the cybersecurity team, to make sure that we were following all necessary criteria. Because as you say, it is very sensitive data 
um, and it's a lot of sensitive data. Yeah, and you, you both kind of, you know, touched on challenges there related to, um, you know, adoption, implementation. Um, w- would you say that education would be a bit of a fix for that? Or do, do you feel as though, you know, more time just needs to be put into the process to, to have things where it needs to be? I think from my point of view, we we gave the doctors too many options or the clinicians too many options. And I think you need to narrow it down, not give them where well, you can have this or you can have that. No, this is the digital system. We've paid a lot of money for it. And the idea of it is for all of your benefit. The sooner they get to use it, the better. What the biggest challenge we had was the uptake in training. As much as our uh, project team, they were actually going around to clinics with the doctors, showing how to set up filters to make it easier for them. And those that actually did the training, you could tell the difference. So from my point of view, the key thing would be make sure that everybody who has to use the system actually cannot use it until they've had sufficient training. Yeah, and that's it's exactly so. We had similar experience um, and it doesn't matter how much support, and we had a lot of support from the board. Um, it's some of our clinicians didn't embrace it, didn't um, engage with our floor walkers, um, didn't want to do any of that training. Um, so it's managing that. And I think the key to that is the same consistent message from the executive team to say, we are moving here. You need to come with us on this journey. Um, so I think training is key. If you don't get training right, it becomes a bigger problem for you to, further down the line. Yeah, I concur. Yeah, nice one. I guess you know all of these, all of these things. You know, the the ultimate goal is to really you know improve uh, the client patient experience. Um, where how do those uh, improvements kind of manifest themselves? And have there been any specific uh, success stories that you can think of? From my point of view, I don't know about Mary, but we have um, outpatient clinics held in different locations across the county. The challenge we had with physical records is you could not get a physical record from one outpatient area to another without causing issues with uh, security of those records. But because it's in a digital format, you don't need to worry about that now. It's on the system. So all the doctors have to do is log into the system and they can see it. Now, when we go to direct upload, that will be even better because they will then have it more or less in the moment. So you could be at an outpatient appointment in a place we've got called Corby and you could go over to our one of our other places, then park, and the doctor will have that by the time it, the patient gets to the NEM park. It's about 12 miles between each location so it's more than enough time to get that directly uploaded so that would be a great benefit to the patients and to the doctors to have in the moment um, information yeah absolutely similar with us three hospitals so many miles apart patient might have a a clinic in one hospital and then be in another hospital in a couple hours and they didn't have that information one of the other things we had was the fact that we had an issue with loose filing happening in the wards um, and never quite making it back to medical records and therefore wasn't available for the clinicians when they needed it. Once it's scanned, once it's electronic, it's there. It doesn't matter where they are. It also allows the clinicians to look at patients at any time, anywhere, at any hospital, which is which is a real benefit for patients. And it means we don't have to cancel clinics or theatre rounds or whatever because the doctors don't have that information so huge benefit 
yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense obviously obviously this is you know all a process um how long do you think it'll be until um you know the transformation really gets to where you feel like it needs to be from Kettering General's point of view, I think we'll be another couple of two years or so because we've still got a lot of paperwork that is not digital. And again, it could be for us that we're limited on um, staff availability and cost to be able to add more staff to be able to make more documents digital. But from my point of view, we're hoping that by the end of this uh, calendar year, we will have an electronic um, case sheet. So Again, we won't have to produce packs for the patients to be seen in clinic. The doctor will just be able to type up there and then, and that will save a lot of aggravation of moving records or skinny packs around and, again, make it more timely. Yeah, and I think just at Northwest London, we're just that little bit ahead because we've got the EDM, we've got the EPR, and they all they, uh, support each other. But saying that, I think to be fully embedded and to have people totally comfortable, I think we have another journey of at least a year um, where it just becomes second nature. But we're definitely well on the way. Okay, got it. Uh, exciting times then. Yes, yeah. But I think one of the best things is that when we can get all these systems into one repository, yeah. how much better it will be for all concerned. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, well, obviously, you know, good luck for that. Um Mary, Sarah, thank you so much for uh, joining us today uh, on the podcast. Um, where can people go to learn more about the great work that you both do? Well, I'm more than happy for anybody to contact me. They can do it by my email address or they can give me a call. And my email address is sarah.arrowsmith at nhs.net. Um, on the bottom of my email is my telephone number. So again, if they want to email me, more than happy to reply to anybody and we can have a chat in person if they prefer. And I absolutely concur with that. I'm available from my email address. It's Mary Cahill. I'll spell that C-A-H-I-L-L. It's all one word and it's at nhs.net. Nice one. Thank you both so much. Um, we'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series. But until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms. Follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, please head on over to em360tech.com.